Well, greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to Listen and Learn or Not, our podcast of podcasters. What do I mean? We have people here who are podcasters outside of this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, talking, <laughs> I'm talking about Live Coach Lori, who has a podcast called Enough and Spotlight with Lori Harday. Yes. And we also have Claire, who's surrounded by boys daily. She's with Fits in the Morning. The name of their podcast is? Oh, there are so many. There's Fits in the Morning. There's <laughs> What Are You Kidding Me? There's yes. Makeup or Breakup. And of course, our famous Troop Salute. What in the world? And if you listen to uh, What Are You Kidding Me? You will hear Claire say, Disgruntled Dishwasher Repairman. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'll let you all just go listen to What Are You Kidding Me About the Disgruntled Dishwasher Repairman and let you come to your own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have to listen because when you mentioned that, I was like, what? Well, simply put, it's a story about a home that was burglarized, but the person who broke in didn't steal anything. They left something and they left that thing in the dishwasher. <laughs> is it a is it a poo? There's an emoji it, for that. <laughs> there's an emo there's an emoji for that. Okay. <laughs> Just Maybe to I'll... tease, it gets a little bit better later on when Claire circles back and it's hilarious. I just love improv and making mm-hmm. stuff up. I just love when he brings us stuff and we just talk about it. And to me that's all radio is. It's just talking about stuff. Yep. If you're into just listening to people just talk about fun stuff and just have a good time and just forget all the other stuff that's going on in the world for a while. <laughs> then what are you kidding me podcast is for you it's the news that didn't make the news <laughs> and honestly this is terrible but they're all true all these stories are true these are things that really happen <laughs> that's what makes it better right uh, most of them make you feel much better about yourself <laughs> <laughs> well at least i didn't do that <laughs> right <laughs> or at least that didn't happen to us whatever it was that that's happened right. in the dishwasher you know everyone was, right. was checking their dishwasher after that one <laughs> right oh uh, no <laughs> And we have our good friend, Anna D. I got nothing. You got nothing. Talk about improv. 26 other podcasts you're doing, too? No. <laughs> I, I, but I listen to a lot of them, and I so am entertained by everything that I listen to. I, I just love it. Love it! Well, on that note, I would say the most important people in podcasting are the people who listen to the podcast. That's right. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm important. <laughs> You're, You're essential. essential. You're an essential listener. <laughs> right before we uh, started this, Anna sent us a couple of pictures. Yes, very because interesting. Because of something that you said, Claire. Oh, this has been bugging me for a while, but Uh-oh. I've finally just I've gotten to my limit on this. These young people today, <laughs> they, they do not care about spelling, grammar, punctuation, context. It's all gone. Social media or whatever. I don't know what it is. What? Not- W-H-U-T? <laughs> it, it it's worse than just there, there, and there, like not knowing which one it is. We're Ooh. talking about a rampant, not only not knowing how to spell or punctuate, but not caring. And that's what bothers me. When I point it out, the answer is always, oh, okay, whatever. They don't care. <laughs> it's just, what's going on in the world? Is this, are we just done? Are we is it, done? Is it that we're spelling? uptight? Is it, up, is it that us... You know, old being in the older generation, old. <laughs> I was not going to say that. We're, we're over I'm not ready for that. <laughs> right. Us 25-year-olds, yeah. just uptight. And what do their resumes look like? I mean, do they write real? Should we call it real? 
I don't know. I, I do think it's important to discern the spelling of there, there. That one I, I will never forgive. <laughs> that was unforgivable. The rest, it took me a little getting used to, but now I'm fine with the whole next sentence can only be single space instead of double space. <laughs> right? Um, it took me a little while because I, I, like, I like each sentence to be its own. <laughs> I don't want them running together with only one dot, one fabric of gabardine. <laughs> but see, Anna, that was the beginning of the end. That was the floodgate we let open, right? Like that we was the that, way to hell? We, that was it. We let that one double space go and went, okay, we can give that up. And the next thing <laughs> you know, all the punctuation's gone. Right. All of it. <laughs> and that will never get it back. Instead of an never? exclamation mark, it's LOL. Right. I mean, that's really yeah. the exclamation mark. Not even LOL anymore. Just right. an emoji. And, um, <laughs> and even within that, you have like 50 emojis you could pick. But you know what? I'm even okay with the emojis. If you just want to send me a text in entirely emojis, I'd rather have that than all the words spelled wrong. I'd rather go back to Egyptian hieroglyphics than have the English language destroyed. And especially when we have spell check. Right. Purposely Facebook, have to do it. It doesn't context check, right? Right. So right. weather, there's mm-hmm. weather, weather, you know, how's the weather today? I don't care whether you do this or not. Right. I had, that, that got spelled wrong the other day. Well, weather wasn't spelled wrong. It was just the wrong weather, but Facebook isn't going to fix that for you. Right. Oh, I just know. shaking my head. Shake my head emoji. And my grandkids, who the oldest ones are, one's nine, one will be nine. They're not learning cursive in school. My granddaughter said, Grandma, will you teach me? <gasps> wow. How do they write? So they just write Print. letters, just block yep. letters? They just print because they're doing a lot more keyboarding, right? When we, when I was in school, we did a typewriter and it was, you know, you were lucky if you got in the typing class for one quarter. Now they're all doing the keyboard, you know? Right. We had a really... He asked you to teach her to write. Yeah, to cursive, write cursive. Mm -hmm. Well, that's nice. See, when I I asked my son, you know, would you want to learn cursive? And he said no. (laughs) There's no need. No need. It's not so, necessary. Nobody uses it. My daughter did say that. you gave them a little test. You, you gave them a little test, Anna. What'd you do? Yes. I told them to write the quick brown fox friend over the lazy dog because right. that sentence has every single letter in the alphabet. I had my son write it, and for him, it was like he had to pause between words to figure out, you know, if he's correctly writing certain words in cursive. And at one point, he said, I forgot what a Z looks like. Z's hard. Yeah, yeah, Z's different from the the printed Z. I I understand that. Right, and Q. And Q. Q. Yeah, yeah. I, and it might be because I accidentally, when I printed out the <laughs> the quick brown fox right over the lazy dog, the Q is actually a cursive Q. I forgot what a printed Q looked like. <laughs> okay. So when I had my daughter do it, all I could see was her scratching out words. <laughs> you know, they, I think they got most of it right. But seriously, you know, um, you know, you look at it and you're like, Oh, yeah, they know how. But it took them like three minutes to write that one sentence. But they, you know, they got the R's right. And the R's, you know, are, are, are mm-hmm. challenging. I did ask her, though. She did want to. She she said it would be nice to, to know how to, to write in cursive. They can't write it as fast, but they said that they can read somebody else's cursive. That was my next question because I... You know, when I write letters, I start writing cursive and I'm like, oh, wait, they don't know cursive. So then I print. But like, are they going to be able to read any journals that I leave them? What is she (laughs) saying? We don't understand. (laughs) What are this? What are these little (laughs) squiggly lines with dots and things through it? (laughs) 
Is it Chinese? Is that, are these characters? Oh, man. <laughs> I saw this once in a movie. <laughs> we can do this. If we take this journal and we bring it up to the Statue of Liberty and we wait for the sun <laughs> and directly in on it, it will be the key to the president's desk and we'll solve the whole mystery. <laughs> and it'll be now, a movie. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this though. Uh, let's let's uh let's think back when we were kids. Uh-huh. Like, did you know n- Roman numerals? You know, I mean, uh-huh. I don't know if this would really be equivalent to what they're going through with us, but like, <laughs> Roman numerals do not look like the real numbers. They have V's and X's and. Yeah, right. you have to know how yeah. many little eyes there are and, and all that kind of thing. I only knew because we had a grandfather clock, but like really none of my peers really knew Roman numerals. No, I didn't. The, the only reason I knew them, and this is so goofy, is I don't know why, but for some reason back when I was a kid, <laughs> when, when there'd be a movie poster, for some reason they would have the year that the movie came out written in Roman numerals. Now to be clear... I didn't go to the movies in the year 100. Like, <laughs> like I'm talking about like the 1980s, where at the bottom and it would say like M C M M whatever, whatever. Right. Whatever. I didn't and know what that, was. that. Do you remember that, Lori? Uh huh. And and so for some reason I knew that like okay, M is a thousand, and then the C is a hundred before thousand, so that makes 19. And then I remember like when it turned the year 2000, it was M M. But then they kind of stopped doing that. Um, <laughs> And then there's the Super Bowl, which always has to kind of keep yes, you up right. on, on Roman numerals. But you're right. I mean, that is something that in school, no, we didn't learn that in school. I don't think so. I did. Right. Oh, did you, you did? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but then again, I went I went to Coopville, and I also went to uh, Barracks in Fort Casey for a year. So a little <laughs> different. Stuck in, uh, Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you couldn't come in for recess until the sundial got to the right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I heard that snort. <laughs> so Claire, if we, if I, if I rewatch like Gremlins and look for them, yes, that it'll have yes. Roman numerals. Yes, what yes. is the deal? I don't know. I don't know why they did that. It was some style thing they did. You either look at the like the end of the movie when the credits come, or, or the original poster. I can't remember. Or where under I the saw Roaring it. Lion. It's right under. Yes. Yeah. Under the Roaring Lion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. MC. MC- Under the roaring, <laughs> I, yeah. I just got that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Katy <Roar>. Perry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, I don't know what the theme song is. Sure. I don't know the difference anymore. All I remember the spotlights of 20th century. Right. They're mountain with their mountain, <laughs> and then the lion. DreamWorks little boy with a fishing rod on with the cloud. With the fishing pole, right? Yeah. On the moon. Oh, Remember man. when that was controversial for five minutes? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? There was like some, uh, it was like kind of the beginning of veganism and somebody felt that it was not a good image to have a kid fishing because we shouldn't oh. eat living creatures. Oh my gosh. It, God. it didn't last very long, but I do remember that, that DreamWorks had to put out a statement saying, well, he's he's not fishing for fish, he's fishing for dreams. And like, oh, okay. Oh, I would have said, right no, 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 it was a catch and release day. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. So, well, so crazy. So I, I finally read you guys, you had a text on Tuesday, and I don't know why I didn't see it. I didn't know anything about it, so I just went and watched the video, and boy, was I ticked off. Oh, you're talking about um, Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. Skip yeah. Bayless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't even know, especially yeah. this month. 
So, so for people who don't know, there are a lot of these like on ESPN and different things. Look, on every format right. has what I call the argument show where they, right. they purposely set up mm-hmm. an argument between two people with opposing ideas and they just argue. And in this particular sports thing, it's always like, okay, we're going to argue for 30 seconds about this and now we're going to move to another topic and argue for 30, like literally argue. And, and this topic came up about uh, depression. So Anna, I'll let you take it from here. So Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, quarterback, he made a public admission about anxiety and depression he's suffering since COVID began. In the middle of that, his brother died of suicide during the pandemic. This is also after they had lost their mom from cancer. So Skip Bayless of the show Undisputed says on TV that he felt no sympathy for Dak Prescott and his battle with depression. He suggested that uh, this Prescott's discussion of depression was a sign of weakness. Sports athletes, they should be expected to be strong because of their position in football, because uh, Prescott's the leader as the captain of his team. It so, was a suck it up. It was definitely a suck it up. Yes. I, I mean, I, I just... I have no words for that because leadership to me, number one, is service. So leadership, we serve others and also we're vulnerable. How are we going to lead somebody if we're not able to be honest about who we are and what we're struggling with? And that was brave of him. And for Mm -hmm. Skip to say that, and granted, he's trying to be controversial, but when it came time to apologize, you could see on his whole face, he was pissed. He was pissed that he had to say anything. Yes. And that is just a very old way of thinking. And I'm very angry. Very old world. Mm -hmm. I am too. When you see someone who is a star, whether they're a movie star, a musician or an athlete, maybe particularly an athlete, because there's that 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 physical impenetrability as well as mental ability that you think is there. Mm -hmm. When you see that even they admit that they are struggling, that can literally save lives. Yes. Right. And, And it's so irresponsible of him, even for the sake of entertainment to say anything different. It's just mean and it's dangerous. Dangerous Mm -hmm. is a good word. And I don't know, I think Anna knows this. I don't know if you know this, Claire, but I take antidepressants and I have suffered with depression. Every once in a while, I want to go off and uh, that just doesn't work for me. People would never guess that about me and I don't go around blasting it, but certainly if it would help somebody, I'm going to say it. Because when I first went on them so many years ago, people were like, first of all, many people felt like I was weak. Another person said, well, just get off them as soon as you can until Mm. she had someone in her family who was depressed and she did not want them going off the meds. So there was a lot of controversy. So I I didn't say anything unless somebody brings it up. Not that I don't want to be an advocate for it, but um, I need it. Right. And my right. kids appreciate that I take him. And, and it, I feel like yeah. as a society, for the most part, we've come so far with acknowledging mm-hmm. that mental illness, anxiety, depression, all of these things are real. They are chemical. There are so many components to why and how people suffer from these things, solutions to them. Mm-hmm. And to have somebody backslide us like this. Yeah. It's, yes. just, it's infuriating. And yes. We, it took us a really long time to get to this point where it's not a stigma anymore. It was right. a stigma not too long ago. And, and, and that itself was dangerous because right. it made people feel like more like crap. Well, even now right. people won't, if they're in a job, they may not go to counseling because they don't want that on their record. And especially right. if yeah. they get diagnosed. But remember the whole Tom Cruise, Drew Barrymore thing? Yes. No. 
So yes. Tom Cruise, because he's Scientology and they don't believe in that, Drew Barrymore had postpartum depression and she talked about it, which helped so many people because mm-hmm. they didn't know about it. And he basically called her out as big fake because, you know, that's not real. Mm-hmm. It was on the Oprah show, I believe. Maybe not, but it seems like it was on there. He did that on, I want to say Matt Lauer, the Today oh, okay. Show. That was when, I don't remember where she made her comment, but again, this is life-saving for an accomplished woman who looks so strong and together right. to, I hate to use the word admit, but to disclose mm-hmm. postpartum depression, which is a thousand percent a real thing. All of these things are real things. Mm-hmm. And for anybody to just say, suck it up, buttercup, is just so irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And I at least applaud <laughs> ESPN for making Skip Bayless apologize, even if he didn't believe it. Mm-hmm addressing it at least so you could see yeah you know and then you know he said anybody well you don't mean it if you're not saying to Dak I am so freaking sorry you lost your brother and you lost your mother and it wasn't just the pandemic the pandemic threw everybody into a tizzy but then to have all that happen oh my gosh he's trying to say oh it's just a oh I'm a little bummed out that's what he's trying to say and it's not that right Right. In fact, suicide rates are up right now because of the pandemic. So don't tell me it doesn't affect people. Now, now this happened um, a week ago that Skip Bayless had said this, Mm -hmm. you know, and then the following day he tweeted that he was about to say something about what he had said. Mm. So everybody's anticipating an apology, but he really didn't give an apology. No, He was basically saying, you know, well, you guys had it all wrong. And you misconstrued what I said. Right. And when he when he first said he, it, he said, you guys can judge me for this. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then he said, yeah, you so misconstrued he, you know, it. That's too irresponsible to even, you know, try to make it as, yeah, you guys are going to disagree with me. Right. No, no, it's not just something that we're going to disagree with. This is something you're actually killing people with. Yes. Sometimes I wonder, though, with, with these what I call argument shows, and, and I apologize, I misspoke. I called it ESPN, but it was a Fox. It's FS1 mm-hmm. product. He used to be on ESPN a long time ago. Yeah. I honestly believe that some of these guys don't even believe half of what they say. They just need to take a counterpoint, so they just pick something. I wonder if he just picked the wrong thing. Mm. And got himself in deep, but now he's so deep he can't he he can't get out of it. And then he'll he'll look like a phony if he doesn't mm-hmm. if he says, Oh, I just made that up for the sake of argument. He can't say that. So mm-hmm. he's gotta do this kind of half assed apology and it's I don't know, either way it's bad. Yeah. In, in yeah. Our book. yeah. You remember how um a few podcasts ago uh you said that Caitlyn Jenner probably saved a lot of lives having yes. come out because, you know, there was a point where that was a stigma, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Lori, you said that when our friend who also died by suicide, mm. you know, that there was somebody he actually impacted uh, that became a TV personality. Yeah. And thank God that, you know, Eric was around to say what he did. And so he saved his life at least, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you get someone who, who throws us back 50 years or so mm-hmm. with right making it look like a stigma again. You know, everybody, his fan base, now there are young people and old people who might think now that it's a stigma again, that you, you shouldn't open up these things. You know, and, and thank God for for Michael Phelps. Now he's, you know, on a commercial, not only admitting to depression, you know, he's, he's uh, promoting an app that um, is supposed to help with depression and anxiety. <laughs> you know, we, we have so many people opening up, and thank goodness for them. I, I, I just feel like Skip 
whether or not he feels like, you know, this is just a show and, and I'm just trying, I'm just the opposing force. You guys know this mm-hmm. about me. We know this about you, but this is just too much of a jackass move. Right. It is. It was, yeah. it's, it, it, it kills. Mm-hmm. It kills. I strongly believe that. If you are put in a position to be a shock jock and say something that you are opposed to, you better stand up and say no, even if it's your job. Mm-hmm. I agree, but I think there are a lot of people who were like, oh, where's my paycheck? Okay. Because they maybe don't have the moral compass about it, or I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't want to judge him in that way. But right. it, it was Shannon, he set it up and you almost could feel that he felt it coming because he was over explaining and over connecting with it. And I was like, get to the point. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I felt like I kind of saw it coming. And then when he said, you can all judge me for this, I was like, oh, wow, here we go. And of course, I knew what yeah. was going to happen. But yeah, that was just not cool. Right. And Shannon, you know, Shannon would understand also, Shannon Sharp talking about, about, you know, something else that Dak gets is these athletes, whether you agree with it or not, get these massive contracts. They get paid a lot of money to do what they do. And then people say, "Oh, what are you complaining about? You got all this money, right? You don't, you don't have any real problems because you're, you have a, you're a millionaire, right? You know, well, millionaires suffer depression just like everybody else, and that money does not solve that for you." And and Dak, you know, I mean, here's what Skip doesn't understand: he's trying to make it another day. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where we're trying to survive here. Yeah. Robin Williams was probably Ugh. a millionaire. You know, mm-hmm. he he right. had. A- Thing. So did Anthony Bourdain. He mm-hmm. was getting fed for free and traveling for free. Oh, shouldn't he be happy? Yeah. No, Kate. because depression right. is a thing. So, you know, these are people that no matter what, how much you're making, how awesome maybe your lifestyle is to other people, mm-hmm. you know what? They're suffering for some reason. Dak suffered two people in his immediate family dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact mm-hmm. that his brother didn't talk to him. And everybody says that those three you just mentioned, Anna, not one of them talked to anyone. And Kate Spade clearly said, people will think I'm crazy. And so that is yep. what, that's what hurts me is somebody may have been ready and went, holy cow, I can't mm-hmm. dare tell now. I remember that, Lori, because Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain died within a day of each other, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, pretty close, and, yeah. And I remember all that stuff about her, how hard, uh, apparently, her family tried to get her help, and she refused because she was afraid of what people would think. Yep. Oh. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I hope Skip had thought about what he did, had some sort of reckoning of the soul, you know, or just learned, or just learned something. Even He, he didn't even need a dark night of the soul. Just maybe listened to what other people said and learned a little bit of something from it, and that that will help for the next time. Well, I want him to to really own this. I want him not even just to apologize, but really say, I'm sorry, and yes, you should, no matter who you are, no matter how much money you make, no matter what your role mm-hmm. is in your team or whatever, yes, you should open up. Um, uh, if you want to open up, you should feel free to and, and not yeah. be judged, not be judged like that. You know how they mm-hmm. have sensitivity training at work? I, yes. I yeah. feel like we have to have, you know, in this case now, he needs to take a course on <laughs> depression, mental illness, and how it affects people. And, and also, this is something else that, something you, one of you just said reminded me of this, is that I feel like in our society, it's become a weakness to perceived 
as changing your mind on something. And to me, that's a strength. When you, if you feel something and you think you know something and then you learn something that forces you to change your mind, I think that's a great strength, not a weakness. Yes. Yes. And and I was thinking back to, um, honestly, I can't remember if it was Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama that was against gay marriage. And then suddenly a couple of years later came out and said, no, it's okay. And they said, well, you're wishy-washy and flip-floppy. And they were like, no, I learned something. Yeah. I met, I met people. I studied. I understood. And yes, I changed my mind because now I understand that I was wrong about that. And you know what? If Skip Bayless would come out in a month and go, you know what? I took a class. I took a course. I met some people. Now I understand, you know, that would be, that would be acceptable. There's a term for that. Some it's initial it's OBG. It's called the obvious or blinding glimpse of the obvious. Blinding glimpse of the obvious. Isn't that awesome? Blinding glimpse of the obvious, OBG. It's like, now you know, and the light is shown, you must, you know, you must accept and see. So maybe this will open doors for people to um, have conversations like this. Mm-hmm. To, to let people know. And if, if it does that, then maybe we can give him some grace. I, I love your point about how we, we need to not make it a weakness to change our minds right. uh, when we have morphed or, or grown. That's what life is about. You know, we're not going to have the same mentality we had 20 years ago. Maybe, maybe we do, but if you, for some reason, changed your mind 20 years later, that is okay because that just means that you're, you're being more flexible with your thoughts. You're not going to be as judgy. And we look at at the older generation and you know how some of them really cling to racism. Same thing. They could learn. They could see things different and say, you know, Hey, I've changed my mind about that. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. That can go for a lot of things. Yeah. I think that's kind of like a big takeaway for today. Yes. Can you say it again, Uh, Claire? That it's not, it's not weakness to change your mind. It's strength. If you educate yourself and change your, change your feeling about something that you used to feel, it makes you stronger. I love that. That is it. Now you stopped us. We have no words. <laughs> <laughs> We're hailing Claire. <laughs> what, are you oh. kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Yeah, we'll just say oh. names of podcasts through the... <laughs> Mine is wait, wait, don't tell me. I love that one. And I was I was listening with my earphones on and my son was at my house and he'd hear me make a noise. He'd look over like, are you okay? And I'm like, wait, wait. And he's like, what? Wait. I'm like, wait, wait, don't tell me. And he's like, tell you what? I'm like, no, the show, you know, I listened to this. I love that. I love that show. That's oh. probably my favorite show on NPR. Oh, it I, is. That and, and Terry Gross, but I love wait, wait, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. My it's favorite my assignment. feature of, uh, of wait, wait, don't tell me is when they called not my job where they bring yes. in a celebrity and they ask him the questions about something completely unrelated to them. Yes. It's so, it's so funny. funny. You get these just incredibly accomplished, intelligent people who just bomb. Right. so funny well ladies this was a a deep conversation yeah yeah yeah. and we don't even need the enlightening round because i think we already did it i think we did (laughs) but did you add something yet anna well i guess i could add if you haven't yet read Lori's book which is called did not see that coming or if you've already read it, try to read it again, especially if COVID has impacted you and your family, health-wise or employment-wise. Because even even if the title says it focuses on the single parent, it, re- it really can apply to the new normal uh, we mm-hmm. may be 
live for a while longer. So, uh, yeah, listen, uh, listen to Lord and I. Well, that's your other podcast. <laughs> yeah. And you, you can get it wherever books are sold. You can get it on Amazon or on my webpage, wherever. We should put it on the Warm 106.9 uh, webpage, too. Hey, there we go. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, well, you too. Thanks again, as always, every single week. Just love all around. And thank you, listeners, for downloading this podcast. You get it everywhere. You get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, Podcast One. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> I've been everywhere. <laughs> You're everywhere to me. <laughs> what is going on? Here? It's not right if Anna doesn't have a song. <laughs> By the way, if you want to comment on this podcast, comment below. If 2020 was a song, what would it be? Comment below. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. What would it be? What would it be for you, Lori? Well, I kind of like the police. Don't stand so close. How about you, Anna? <laughs> um, shooting at the walls of heartache. Bang, bang. <laughs> I am the warrior. I love it. Claire? It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. <laughs> oh, oh, R.E.M. <laughs> love it. Love it. On that oh, note. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear the barking, that means it's time to go. That's, oh, it's, that's exactly right. In more ways than one. <laughs> oh, she's so barky. They are so barky. She's so barky. I love it. I love it. <laughs> They're okay now. She well, she's deaf now, so she just barks at whatever. So, I mean, can you walk them all, with all this smoke? No, we haven't been. That's oh, yeah. that's part of the problem. Yeah. Do you have a mask we, for them? We haven't, but not, not only them, but us, like we yeah. don't want to walk. So what right. I have been doing is taking him into the basement and running the laser pointer around. <laughs> and that actually, that works really well. They love the laser That's pointer hilarious. every single time. It's like, whoa, what's that? Where'd it go? It's on the wall. How do I get it? And they run and they bark and they run and they bark and then, it, and then that wears them, wears them down pretty well. But yeah. I really, I'm dying for this smoke to go out literally for that reason because they need to go to the dog park and run. I mean, yes. I let them outside to do their business, but we don't even want them outside very long. It's so icky out. It's better today, but it's still blah. I know. I'm almost yeah. thinking I'm going to have to figure out how to make a dog mask. But, <laughs> yeah, but you need like a dog N95 mask. Right? Yeah. They're not going right. to keep that on. <laughs> My dog will eat it. <laughs> what if you put the cone of shame on there right. and then the a mask of, of shame? <laughs> the N95 mask of shame. <laughs> That's brilliant, Anna. <laughs> I love it. Work on it, Lori. Okay. <laughs> Get sewing. Oh, well, have a great rest of your week, ladies. And to everyone, this is Listen and Learn. Or, or not. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany, live on NFL Network. NFL! Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football, live from Munich. Come on, Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network.